0: Welcome to the Pioneering Today podcast with me, Melissa K. Norris, inspiring your faith in Pioneer Roots, and today is episode number 77, and we are filming live on Periscope, and we are going to be talking about eating this one old-fashioned food that can help boost your immune system and your brain power and what the cost is to add in, you know, healthy foods or superfoods and make it at home, is it really cheaper? Is it really saving money? I am so excited to talk about this with you guys today. If you are not joining us on Periscope and you want to come and have be a part of the live recording of the podcast, just download the Periscope app to your smartphone or tablet and find me at Melissa K Norris and I would love to have you join us. Homemade yogurt Old-fashioned yogurt is actually kind of like a superfood that most of us don't even think about. And the reason behind that is because yogurt, especially this pertains to yogurt that has live probiotics in it or live, the good bacteria that's really good for our gut system. So this isn't just, you know, any kind of yogurt. It has to have the live cultures in it for it to give us anything. So... I'm really excited, this is homemade yogurt. So I make my yogurt at home and as you, uh, most of you probably know, for those of you who are new, my name is Melissa K. Norris and I blog at melissaknorris.com where I inspire your faith and pioneer roots and so we're all about making things homemade and frugal, modern homesteading and from scratch. So I make my yogurt at home because this is a very old time way that people use to preserve their milk going back hundreds and thousands of years, is cultured yogurt. And it's super easy to make at home And when you make it at home, it's about half the cost of what you would buy it for in the store. When you make it at home, it actually has more of the live cultures in it. So it has more of the good bacteria and more of the probiotics in it because it's fresher. So anything that we make at home is fresher. And especially with cultured foods, when you make it at home and it's live, then it's going to have naturally just more of the cultures and stuff in it, which is what we really want. So not that you can't get the benefit from store-bought because you can if it says live cultures, but you're going to have more in it. And we're all about homemade and we're all about frugal so that you can make that at home. So what I want to share too is it's really simple and easy to make your own yogurt at home. You basically need three things. You need milk, you need a yogurt starter, so you can either get a starter online, and this is just for the first time that you're making it at home. So if you, once you have your starter and you make your first batch, then you just save a little bit of it each time. So you only have to have get your starter culture once. So milk, starter culture, and then a thermometer and a pot. You don't need a yogurt maker. You don't even need a slow cooker. And, get this guys, and, 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 you can make it in 15 minutes or less of hands-on time. So this is something that's really easy to do at home, even for all of us that are busy. It doesn't take a lot of time. And of course, you know that we, most of you know that we are doing our five day pantry makeover right now. And so you need to go and sign up for that. It's at mostknorris.com slash five day pantry makeover. The link is in my Twitter profile. You can click the little Perry guy. The link is in there because this, I show you how to make all this really healthy stuff for you homemade in 15 minutes or less over five days so we're revamping our pantry but it's easy things that can make a big difference there's quick swap outs but really can improve stuff um is it thick or kind of ready the homemade yogurt so that depends on a few different things and i go over this a lot in this series so if you sign up for the series I actually have a complete video tutorial on making the yogurt from start to finish, tips on thickening it up and different things like that on to make your yogurt. So there's different kinds of yogurt. Most of us are familiar with yogurt in the store. Most of the yogurt is Greek yogurt that you will see. And Greek is really thick and it has a really distinct tangy kind of sour flavor. Now, I like Greek yogurt, but my kids don't because it's too overpowering for them. So this, there's tons of different kinds of yogurts too, which is really fun when you get making it your own and looking into it. So I have an heirloom starter yogurt and this is actually a Bulgarian yogurt. So it's creamier and it's a little bit sweeter it doesn't have quite that sour tang that the Greek yogurt does and the other benefit you guys of making your yogurt at home is there's no added sugar and if you let yours go for a full 24 hour yogurt is on day two so day one you get a really awesome the first day is really cool it's on how to make your own homemade condensed cream of anything so we don't buy condensed cans of you know cream of chicken soup cream of mushroom soup whatever and it takes four minutes you guys the video is four minutes and it takes you less than four minutes to make that at home without those icky, nasty ingredients, about 30 cents. And it's, and that's using all organic ingredients because you can choose, you know, whatever you want to do. So that's day one. Go and grab it. Yeah, I know. Awesome, right? Yes. Yeah, so sign up at melissaknorris.com slash five, the number five, don't type out five, five day pantry makeover. Yogurt is going to be on day two, and I will share on how to do that. So, when you make your own homemade yogurt at home, if you let it ferment for almost 24 hours or almost a full day instead of just like six or eight hours, then it will the live cultures will naturally eat up the sugar in the milk. Because if you're using regular milk, we know it has sugars in it, right? So, those live cultures will eat those sugars for you. So, you're actually not getting very hardly any sugar at all. I mean, there's going to be a minute amount left over. Oh, there are kinds of yogurts that sit out on the counter, no heat required. Okay, got you. See, I didn't know that. So that's why I love Periscope, you guys. We get to learn from each other, which I kind of think is like, cool. So this is Bulgarian, and like I said, it's sweeter and creamier, so we like it. But it's not quite as thick as the Greek yogurt, which I don't mind at all. Now, the longer usually that you let it ferment or culture, your culturing time, the thicker it will become. You can also drain it, so you can drain off the liquid, which is whey, and use that um, in your baking, or cooking, or, or other things. So, there's, and you can also add, I use real gelatin, and so if you want it really thick, like if your kids like it really thick, you can, one, you can strain it. So you can strain the whey off, and you're gonna have a really nice, thick yogurt. I have to tell you the truth, I am a busy lady, I don't strain mine very often. I use it, it's fairly thick and I will show you because I'm actually making my breakfast right now. You guys are in my kitchen for breakfast time. So this is not strained. This is just regular straight out of the jar. There there you see, so it's fairly thick. I mean, that's it's not dripping off the spoon. So that's fairly thick. Um, this is my breakfast. You can see Mason jars galore here, right? Anybody else huge Mason jar fan? So I am adding in, I'm gonna do a cup of yogurt here. See that's that's pretty thick I think you can see that right there see it's it's staying on the spoon and mounding up so it is fairly thick but different kinds of yogurts whatever culture that you decide to go with will produce a little bit different yeah the Bulgarian is sweeter my kids will eat it they don't like the Greek or really sour tangy yogurt And so, like, my daughter, actually, the other night, she got out the yogurt, and she drizzled a little bit of raw honey on it and just mixed it in with the yogurt, and she just ate it up like that. So, um, I don't usually add... Honey sweetener to mine. I use I try to use as the least amount of sugar as possible I know mason jars are like oh my goodness guys make my world go around so and I'm not an affiliate or sponsor But this is sweet leaf. This is actually the chocolate stevia extract And this is the kind that I use because I don't get a bitter aftertaste with it So I will use it quite a bit and so I'll usually just put a couple of drops um, In the stevia extract and then a lot of times what I'll do for breakfast. I don't know about you guys, but I like chocolate So I've got um, raw organic cocoa powder here, and I will add a tablespoon to the yogurt. And then the other thing, and this is another great superfood, guys, is the um, chia seeds. And what's great about this is put it in your yogurt and let it sit. It's about a tablespoon of, or excuse me, two tablespoons of the chia seed to liquid, and I use my yogurt as the liquid. It thickens it up like a pudding. So not only are the chia seeds really good for us, they're like kind of like a superfood, awesome. They've got a lot and it adds, it ups the fiber and the protein count, which is really good. So I add that in with the cocoa powder. Yeah, right? I know, it's really good. Um, I'll add my cocoa powder in, stir it up and let it sit for like 15 minutes and then eat it. And then you've got high protein, high fiber, no sugar, which is great. You're getting your omega-3s in there and you're getting the live cultures, the live probiotics, which is really good. A lot of, um, and if you sign up for the five day pantry makeover, you will get links to the studies because it's too hard for me to do that on Periscope. Our immune system—a lot of it is actually in our gut, in our intestinal system—and most of modern Americans are on a modern diet. We don't get a lot of like cultured foods like we used to before. So yeah, um, I think so, Amanda. I've never actually tried the hemp hearts, and I don't really taste the chia seeds. Sometimes I'll get one stuck in my tooth, so you might want to floss afterwards. But um. I don't really notice a big taste on them or that it alters the taste very much. So I think it must, they don't have much of a flavor on their own, but they're great to add into things. I'll add them into my smoothies and stuff too if I'm making a smoothie. So anyhow, the live cultures in the yogurt helps our immune system because it helps our natural gut flora because most of us are really, really low on having those good bacteria. And and I linked to a study, if you sign up for the 5-Day Pantry Makeover, that it actually helps improve brain function. They did studies, and, and scientists did a study, and if you eat yogurt two times a day, that and they were surprised, which I thought was cool, but that it helped improve your brain. So, I'm like, if I can boost my immune system and my brain power, then that is, like, awesome. And like I said, so when you make it at home, it's about half the cost, Yes, you can make it with non-dairy milks. I personally haven't, we don't have dairy issues here. So I can make a quart of yogurt, I can buy a half gallon of milk, you can buy a gallon, you can use whatever you want. I prefer to use organic and non-homogenized if possible, that's just vat pasteurized, you can use raw milk as well. And then, so that for me, that milk costs, um, I think it's 3.99, and so if I make a quart of the yogurt, then I've already got my starter because I save it every time and use my own starter. I just had the one time initial expense, which is pretty inexpensive. And you can also use any yogurt if you buy it at the store that says it has live cultures in it. You can use that as your live culture starter as well. So don't you don't have to order it. I did get my starter from culturesfromhealth.com and they have great tutorials, especially on making um go there if you need to make dairy-free yogurt or if you have raw milk and you need to go the non-heat version. As well then check that out and they've got all different varieties they've got lots of heirloom starters um, really fun to kind of read through the descriptions and see the different flavors and all that so guys go yes cultures from health is awesome and I'm not a sponsor I'm not an affiliate with them I just really like their products and it's what I use so um, given all that in fact none of this stuff that is here I'm not a sponsor affiliate for any of it. I'm just sharing with you guys. So go and sign up for the five day pantry makeover. It's awesome, you're gonna love it. We go into yogurt and using yogurt. Also, I give you my recipe for soaked oatmeal pancakes which kind of makes itself overnight and is amazing. and It is not sour because I like sourdough products. My kids don't like sourdough products. So if you're trying to introduce cultured foods for your kids and your family and they're not so hot on the soured products, The soaked overnight oatmeal pancakes are amazing and they don't taste sour at all. So your kids will eat them or at least my kids will eat them up and not complain. Or sometimes they complain about if I do sourdough products and it tastes too sour. So go and grab those guys. All of this stuff is 15 minutes or less because we're all busy, but we can make small changes that can have a big impact by redoing our pantry and just swapping out a few things for healthier homemade versions that cost less. Like... Half the price of, this, of what would buy store-bought, if not more. Is it really cheaper to make it at home, or what's the cost once you start adding in all of these extra superfood items to make homemade food healthier? And if you're making it at home, what's the real cost? Is there a hidden cost? Is it really cheaper? And I want to talk about that today because cost does come down to it. Yes, we all want to eat healthier. That is so true, and we want to do homemade because it's better for us. But is it going to save us any money? That's the real question we want to answer. I think that we really need to look at that. When we're looking at our foods, we have to watch our budget. I mean, most of us don't have a ton extra, but we want to do the very best for our family, the very best financially and healthy-wise that we can. So I went and actually broke down the cost of everything because that's the way I roll. So all of this stuff, all the products that I have here that I'm using that I broke this cost down with to make my breakfast and the yogurt is with organic. So you will have to choose which products you buy organic and which ones you don't. I don't purchase all of my things organic. I do a majority of our stuff in order to stay away from genetically modified foods or foods that have a heavy pesticide load on them. So I purchase my milk organic. That's one thing that I'm pretty adamant about getting organic. So to make a quart of homemade yogurt using organic grass-fed pasture rice, not grain-fed milk, and it's actually from a local dairy in our, dairy in our area, it cost me to make a quart of this yogurt, it's two bucks, so a buck ninety-nine for a quart. I think that's pretty awesome, pretty cheap. Then the jar of the Stevia liquid, and I use the sweet leaf kind because this is the kind that doesn't have a bitter aftertaste for me, and I, it's two ounces, and a bottle of it on Amazon Prime was eight bucks, but this is the cool thing, with the Stevia, you guys, have had this a year. You just use a couple of drops, so it stretches really far, and there is 288 servings per this 2-ounce bottle. So I don't even use a full serving every time I use it. I think a full serving size, it says, is, oh, 5 drops. I don't always use 5 drops. Sometimes I only use 2. So you store it in the fridge after you open it, up to a year. So it's even really hard to factor in the cost of this when you figure $8 divided by 365. I'm being generous by saying it adds a penny. So a penny to my yogurt. So that I don't have sugar, which helps with keep us healthy, right? Because as we know, sugar's not really that great for us. So we can't even put a cost really on the health benefit of that. So I'm going to say this adds a penny to my yogurt. And then the this is the organic chia seeds, which is really good because this adds fiber, protein, and omega-3s. And we all know that. And most of the time when we're adding these things in that's naturally in a food and not from a vitamin source, our body can absorb it better. So we like to do that. And this bag is actually a 32-ounce bag that I got from Costco like, oh, so I'm going to say close to a year year ago. Could be nine, six to nine months, but probably closer to a year. I can't remember how much I paid for it at Costco. I want to say it was right around $10, but I went and looked on Amazon because I know not everybody has Costco where you're at. Not everybody's even in the United States. So through Amazon, a bag half this size costs six bucks. And so I divided that out per servings, so and it would add 10 cents per serving. And that's if you did a full two tablespoons. You could bump it down and only use one tablespoon if you wanted to. Um, it depends on what you're making and how much you're making. So I guesstimated for my breakfast by adding in the chia seeds and the stevia with the homemade cultured yogurt. Um, it's about a really rough estimate, and that's if I use a full cup of the yogurt, 50 cents for my breakfast. See, and I don't have Aldi. I know y'all on the East Coast talk about that a lot. Hopefully, I pronounced it right. I don't have that. But we do have Amazon Prime and we've got Costco. And for me, um, Amazon Prime and Costco and actually Fred Meyers. You guys, Fred Meyers has a pretty good organic um, bulk health food section. They really have started stocking a lot more health items. So I will get some things at Fred Meyers. What I can't, and those are kind of more the big that most people have at To. We have a local co-op that I try to support as much as possible, so I'll get quite a few things there. But I got to tell you, for the most part, I shop where the prices are the cheapest for the items, so I kind of know what they're going to cost me where and break it down like that. So that's the place that I get the majority of our health food items at. And, you know, making it at home, everything that I have ever made from scratch at home, if I've taken time to cost break down the ingredients, it's always been more frugal for me to make it at home. I mean, and there's so many reasons for that. One is just the health benefits alone. I have to tell you, I used to be on prescriptions, and then that's kind of what totally transformed our kitchen into going the whole more natural foods, kicking out processed ingredients and chemicals and GMOs and all of that. If you're on very many prescriptions, that can add up a lot. It can add up a lot. And then I had to pay off hospital bills because I had to have testing done. I shared this on some of the past things, and I share it in the book. So... Sometimes eating healthier, and yes, we still have to remain in our budget. I, you know, we have to be frugal and wise. And I'm not saying to, you know, spend money that you don't have in order to eat healthy. But start swapping out what you can, and by making it at home, most of the time that cuts your cost so much that then you're able to buy some of those better ingredients that may cost a little bit more because you've saved the money by doing it at home and not buying a pre-made version because we we pay for convenience. You know, we're paying someone to make it for us. We do pay for convenience. So that is where you can save money and then be able to afford some of those bigger items. And it's so hard to put a price tag on help. And I know that that kind of sounds cliche, but it's so true. I mean, we can't, you can't really put a price tag on that. So my best advice is just to start swapping out some of the things that you use. Almost every day, at least weekly, foods that you're eating weekly, swap them out for a homemade, healthier version, just those items. And then once you're comfortable, you've worked that into your routine, and that becomes normal, then start on the other things and the other items. And pretty soon, your whole kitchen will be revamped. And for those of you who are new who are joining me, if you haven't, you've not signed up for a free five-day pantry makeover, you need to go sign up, you guys. I share all of the things that we very first started swapping out and making at home, and it's in 15 minutes or less, hands-on time, 15 minutes or less. Some of them are four minutes. You started a sourdough starter this week. High five. Yeah, my sourdough starter is almost three years old. That was definitely one of the things we did as we started going down the more natural road and looking into the benefits of cultured and soaked and fermented foods, our homemade yogurt. 15 minutes, actually less, of hands-on time, which is a pot, your yogurt, your starter, and then a jar. So no special equipment needed. So if you haven't, go sign up for that, guys. That was my answer to the cost breakdown from yesterday on the ingredients and like I said, about $0.10 more per serving, so that makes breakfast $0.50, cents, which is really cheap. If you have any other questions in regards to the yogurt or anything like that, let me know. I would love to see them in the comments. Or the cost of healthy living, that kind of a thing. I bake our own bread at home, and I do some different versions, but I figure that costs me about $0.30 a loaf. And I don't know about you, but when I go to the store and I go to buy the organic bread that doesn't have high fructose corn syrup or gross stuff in it, then it's like three or four bucks, five bucks a loaf sometimes. And as always, if you've got any questions or comments for me that you'd love for me to cover or do a tutorial on, just grab me on social media. You can Twitter, Melissa K. Norris, Facebook, Melissa K. Norris, grab me on the website, Melissa K. Norris, Instagram, and I will do my best to make sure that I help you out there. So thanks, guys. Have a great day. And I will see you next time.